0: you <laughs>
1: I've always been a development coach, really. I think try and make the players better. Try and make them grow. Try and understand. And um, and hopefully the results follow. Uh, if they don't, you lose your job. That's fine. I understand football. Um, but I think, you know, somewhere down the line, I hope the players, like a lot of players I've worked with over the years, will think uh, that the period they spent working under us, that they, they understood the game better and they became a better footballer. But uh, I hope, you know, the alignment with winning and developing can be found, of course. Um, but it's it's going to be a, a slightly longer journey than people might hope at this football club because of the, the, um, the inexperience, I think, of, of some of the footballers that we've got. Welcome along to the Wise Men's Here podcast. Lots to get through this evening. I hope the alignment between winning and developing can be found. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about Tony Mowbray in general. Um, and we're going to, unfortunately, have to reflect on the FA Cup draw. Because, well, yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> Joining myself, as always, uh, join myself same goes with that, as always, is Gareth Barger. Good, night. Good evening. Evening. You okay?
2: Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you
1: watch the draw live? Or did you miss it no, like No, I
2: didn't, me? no. Well, I didn't even know. I was watching, uh, I think I was watching the cricket. <laughs> didn't even I forgot about it. And then someone just went, FA Cup draw. And I thought they were just shouting, FA Cup draw. <laughs> <And> <laughs> what, then somebody, I saw where did somebody, someone show, someone where saying, did somebody shout? Those? Well, it was, it was actually Frankie in the group. Oh, well, the group chat. All right, okay. F, capital letters, FA Cup draw. And you didn't then actually hear you. No, and, and then people were going, Oh God, oh God. So I was like, It's going to be that, isn't it? And then I went on <clears throat> not Twitter or whatever it's called. And it said the thing that I thought it was going to say.
1: And well, I was out building a snowman.
2: That's probably, she <laughs> probably should have just stayed there till January the
1: 8th. Give it, I didn't give it a thought at all. And literally, so Claire came, she'd been working and she just walked up the drive and I was like, What do you think me, Snowman? And all that <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I'm saying and I am taking credit for it because the kids gave up halfway through, but I was I wasn't prepared to just leave it half done. Um and um you get judged she
3: says, by people on your street.
1: Well you know the the guy across the street started building one when scene us still one which I'm not surprised at so I had to be bigger than that. Um and um she kind of just said to me, Well how come you haven't texted me about th- how come you haven't texted me about that? And I was like, what do you mean about that? And she said the cup draw have you not seen the cup draw? And I was like, no, what? And then, it, like you, as soon as you said that, I thought, please don't tell me that you, you're going to say what I think you're going to say here. So, yeah.
3: I was still I was still half asleep because we, we didn't get in from, because Millwall trains were so mental, we didn't get in from Millwall until like half one in the morning. So I was still like dozing. And my phone just, I thought someone was ringing me. Like, you know, when you get so many messages in a row, that your phone starts like vibrating as though someone's ringing me. And I was like, oh my God. And but nobody was saying it. Nobody was saying we've actually got the mags. It was just loads of, oh my God, this is insane. What has happened? And then I went on Twitter and it sorry, X, and it was just loads of people saying exactly the same thing. Nobody was actually confirming it was the mags. So there was a good five minutes where me and Rory were just sat there going, I think i think we've got the mags i, I think that's what happened but we're una- unable to confirm it and it felt like the club tweet felt forever to come out took forever to come out about it but again like that was probably only about two minutes after the draw happened but everything just went into like slow motion <sighs> well
1: i mean obviously you know we'll discuss a close at the time but we'll we'll talk about this more thing in the second part because i do want to just get people's Initial reactions on the, on this, and it's just unbelievable, really. Um, right, so Tony Mowbray, I mean, that's not the only quote. That's the only quote we could really publish because it's on YouTube. So we're we're so you're speaking to the club's official channel there. So you know that's out in the public domain. We're free to use that. Um, mm. There were more comments he made specifically to the to the Sunderland journalists, weren't there, in the press room, where where he got into a yeah. little bit more detail than that.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I was I was saying like the the echo. Um, I think it was Phil Smith who wrote the article, and he he said that they asked Mowbray if it was time. And I I'm quoting the article here, but they asked him if it was time to revert to the tried and tested. And Mowbray's response was that, and this is what Phil Smith's written that he didn't feel he was able to do that given the clear brief from the club hierarchy to integrate and give opportunities to summer acquisitions. That's that's what the echo of have said that he said, which based on what we've just heard and, and based on kind of what we're seeing at the moment and, and all this, uh, it, it's, it's a bit damning really. You just, you, you're starting to feel like, I don't want to say a way out. Cause I'm not Mowbray out. I'm, I'm not, I'm not there yet, but it's just starting to feel a bit almost defeatist. And, well, not think, defeatist, if, but do, do you know what I mean? I
1: think he's there himself to be honest, Eleanor Um, <laughs> Because I mean, you know, he, he's he's expressed concern previously. We spoke so many times, and again, before people start saying we're seeing things that were not nobody here, or certainly that I know of that's involved with 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 Wiseman. Say has suggested we should give a manager full control of transfers and all that stuff is just not a thing anymore. It's twenty twenty three. That's not how it works. But the lack of flexibility and the lack of just common sense of a manager saying to you, "That's fine for your transfer policy." Actually, I need a an experienced defensive midfielder to get these lads through a game. Then they can go and work on that brief and bring in who they want. But it can't it can't just be the same over and over again. Bringing in, it's just oh, it's starting. To, you know, it's starting to come to fruition now. Our our fears are starting to be realised now, and he's starting to come out and address this publicly now. He's not even. Trying to hide behind it anymore, he's almost getting his excuses in now. Is we're well, not excuses because that's not fair. Because I agree with him, but he's he's getting his his side of the story across now, isn't he? That's what it feels like. He feels like he's he needs to ex- do.
2: He's always kind of to an extent, but it's, more... he,
1: he's implied. He's implied at Gareth more than this is quite on the nose. This yeah. now.
2: Well, let's be honest. They've been trying to kind of just lot, like the club have probably bottled getting rid of him in the summer because we got the playoffs. Um, so it's like, how can we do the, how could we make that change now because of this? Um, <clears throat> and you know, the, there was rumors in the summer about the fella from where is he? Is he Lille now or niece. I can't remember one of the two.
1: Yeah. He's doing really well, isn't
2: he? Yeah. He's a niece. I think. It might be. Um, and he was, you know, he was the one, the name in the frame, wasn't he? Um, kind of and it was there was a lot of noise about it um but you know like i like the manager i think he's done a great job with the situation he's been given um and i agree with the comment you know if you if people think it's just going to nothing nothing that we are doing suggests that we want to get promoted soon um now people can dispute that people can have delusions of grandeur about the players that we've got 'Cause in my opinion that's what it is. I mean, there's some really excellent talented footballers there, but to allow to, to allow them to best perform, they need some help and we've always sort of taught about this. Um and when it's when they're going gets tough, we don't seem to lack we lack that. Um and it's it's harsh on, on the on the players um who we've got asking them to you know, learn on the job really. Um, some of them will never be up with the job. Um, I just think it's 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 just an interesting when you when you think about the kind of players who often return the best on investment, they usually attack in midfielders, wide players. Squads absolutely chock full of attacking midfielders and wide players. Um yeah, but, There's uh, a lack I mean... of
1: flexibility around that isn't Like, I think that's fine. And, like we keep saying, it's, fa- it's generally it's a, it's a it's a sensible thing to do to try and be more sustainable and bring them in, and yeah. But it can't just be that. Like, who wouldn't look at a seeing them finish sixth and say, actually, like if we went and brought in an experienced, you know, but better, Corey Evans kind of player, mm. an experienced centre half to go alongside that young defence. Arguably, even a journeyman striker, which you know that that if you bring in somebody, you, you can still get young, good strikers. But you know what I mean? Like a couple of players just to.
3: I think I think like I was listening to um, Radio Five this morning, and Peter Schmeichel was on there, and he was talking about the Denmark national team and I I know very very different kind of ball game literally international football but he was talking about how he felt like they lost their way for a bit and then it kind of came back to right we need to bring some of these kind of older players in these more experienced players in to guide these younger ones and as he was talking I was listening I was like this is this feels like where Sunderland's headed and where Sunderland needs to be going it We we do need to have that experience on the pitch along with these young lads. Because as we've seen, sometimes bringing in these young lads can... I'm not getting emotional. I did just have something in my throat there. But bringing bringing these young lads in can really pay off. Key example, Ahmad last season. like That obviously did really pay off. But he's got, alongside him, Patrick Roberts. A very... I mean, in terms of the Sunderland team, a very experienced player. He had kind of for a lot of it, there were there were more experienced players on the pitch alongside him and and in situations where players might feel a bit lost or might not know how to deal with it. And, and the one that I'd go to would be Swansea. I think a key example of where we needed more experience on the pitch was there. They went down to 10 men. The young lads didn't really feel like they knew as well how to deal with that kind of situation. I think that it's, it's starting to show that if you just pack your team full of bans really, it, it's not going to do it. You need to have that kind of symbiosis between those older players who aren't going to lose their heads, who are going to really guide you through it, and those younger players who can bring that spark, who can bring those moments of brilliance and uh, and perform for us. And I, I think that, especially with Mo, Mowbray's been saying, I, I think he's getting a bit tired of of not having that kind of equal balance in his squad and i don't think it's even just in his starting 11 i think it is in the squad in general that there isn't that balance like well, there's,
2: no, we, there's no middle is like when we've discussed this before you've got players who are ready and players who aren't and there's no there's nothing in between maybe Bradley lacks in the bet- in between I don't know, but it, there's just nothing there. Like there's nothing in between, so it's quite stark. I mean, Bar would probably come into the in-between category, um, yeah. But just a very stark contrast. It's like, well, so you lose one of the centre backs, so you got to play sealed and or Triantis, and they're nowhere near ready. Um, you, like we had to play sealed and Triantis together, um, because of the Injury in the warm up, the circuit and stuff like that. Um, it's just like the drop off. Excuse me, from like the first team ready player to somebody who needs to feel the way in is just so stark. Um, and it's it's just a big ask because you know to, for the for them to to be, if they're going to be good enough, the need the need to the need to sort of. Feel the way in gradually, and a lot of the time, it's there's just no. It's not real,
3: possible for them to get yeah, in gradually. Just, no, it's not. It's like just, we need them immediately yeah. for yeah. a lot of them.
2: Yeah, but
3: like... this
1: is what he's applied This is what he's implying as well, and he's and again, and mm-hmm. in more of the things he was saying after the match by saying, it gets to a point where like. I can't just give them minutes for give a minute's sake. We're not going to get back in this game. We're not going to win this game unless I, I bring on people like mm. Pritchard who changed the game entirely when he came on. Yeah.
2: That's
3: Mastery.
2: Just, <sighs> I don't know. It's just a very... It, it It's kind of worrying as well that, you know, so he can't pick the team he wants to pick. I mean, basically is what we're saying either. Which I mean, is never... Yeah.
1: Which is, which is never Implied before. That's what no. I'm saying. This mm. is a new one. This is, and this is quite a, a heavy one. I feel. Yeah. I feel like he, he's he's yeah. going to get pulled about this, isn't he?
3: Yeah, because I, well, th- I think there was.
2: Sorry, go on, Ella. No,
3: I, I was just going to say I think there was because we're talking about how he has implied it in the past. I think that there's been kind of there was that talking, wasn't there? The near the beginning of the yeah. season where he kind of you could tell that there was stuff he wasn't saying that he was kind of like. Not wanting to to fully fully kind of go in on, and over time it just seems that he's he's getting more and more sick of feeling like he's he's just a bit of a kind of puppet manager. He's he's just there to be the front man, and and actually it's it's starting to feel like a lot more's being decided behind the scenes that he's just not getting any control over. And he will have he will have been told this when he when he came. There will have been kind of that you're a head coach this is how it works because they very much had that system in place at that point and obviously this is why well this is one of the reasons that Alex Sneal gave for leaving he didn't like that it was that there was there was that stuff going on behind the scenes that he didn't feel he had control of so I, I don't think that Mowbray was kind of completely oblivious to this but I think that as time's gone on especially with wanting to sell players, players not getting picked, him being, as he's basically said, him being told that he can't pick certain players. I think it's just getting more and more overbearing and, and, and them being in control. And I think he's he's just starting to be like, this isn't, it's sad, but it's almost like, this isn't the job for me anymore. This isn't the job I want anymore. Like, that's, that's what it sounds like, really. It's, it's, it's
1: yeah. Interfering with team selection is not on, by the way. Categorically, it's not on. No. that's not your job mm. that's no. not your job that's if, really spe- you know,
2: if you've got no say if you've got no say in the players you sign and then you're basically saying I've been told I've got to play these players like <laughs> I, I mean that's not that's not great is it um, you know you look at the Dak signing, and I, I bet you there's people out there who probably who if they're not a fan of Mobile probably go oh, well that was his sign and look at him I wouldn't be surprised if the reason we probably signed Dak is because we were trying to get rid of Pritchard. So he's like-for-like like replacement, really, isn't he, on paper? Um, but we didn't get rid of Pritchard. So they're, they're, they're there. Um, both there. Really, Ducks to me, is... Uh, you know, being rendered pointless by the fact that Pritchard's remained and Pritchard's better than him anyway. So, Um, yeah, it's just, you know, we've played some brilliant football, like under Mowbray and he's done a brilliant job. And I just feel like the players and and the manager have been, and we've kind of said this before, let down a bit by the recruitment. And I've said this before, you know, it doesn't it doesn't get me going to sit in the stands and, you know, think, Oh god, I can't wait to sell him for twenty million pounds. What a great success story that'll be. Because I don't see any of that money. So I paid the money I pay out goes to watch the football and hopefully have a team on the pitch who have I'm not saying I'm expect I expect something to get promoted, but I'd rather we looked at it from this is our aim is to try and get promoted, not it shouldn't be Oh, blimey! We've ended up in the playoffs by accident, which is kind of what happened last year. Um, and you know that was a massive overachievement. The squad's weaker this year, in my opinion. Some people dispute that. I, I don't. I can't, can't logically. Can't I can't logically There's an argument to see that <laughs> <No>. it isn't. <laughs> we've lost one of the best strikers in the league, and Pleetzio he's injured. yeah, okay, he's injured. Um, we've lost Danny Bart, who was our player of the season.
1: L.S. Sims,
2: um, well, L.S. Sims, and Ahmad yeah. was the gold dust, wasn't it? Ahmad. Um, so you know, there's no, there's no way anyone can tell me that. Um, like, it might. I mean, you you might have the opinion that we are in a stronger position, but I don't know how anyone can look. As, I mean, defensively, we were a lot worse. Um, we're a lot shakier. We we seem to get pulled apart quite easily when when people move. Um, you know we. Players give the ball away, driving out into spaces where you wouldn't normally find them, give the ball away, leave a big big gaping space for somebody to get into, like we saw you know, when when Bradshaw should have scored um second um at the weekend long was that just after we scored the penalty? I think they should have scored they should have scored again. It wasn't long after. Um yeah. so yeah. I, I, don't, I mean I don't want to be like overtly pessimistic because I think We've been really good, and we could get it, still and, get it yeah, into that top because, six. And, but... and young
1: people are going to show show spikes in form yeah. and, and, and they And then Mike Gordon like a little run now where it just clicks for them again. I mean, bloody yeah. really hope so with one of the games that's coming up. Um, but like, and and yeah, I get that. But it's just frustrating when you can see how close, and that you just feel like it needs fine tuned. And there's not, there's just no attempt whatsoever to do it. A couple of things. I mean, quickly, this isn't blind. A blind defensive of Morbury Ivy does get things wrong, just acknowledging that I will have nightmares at centre for right back for the rest of my life. Um and that was that was a pure Mowbray um decision. I just want to ask just finally before we move on. I mean this idea that Sunderland it doesn't matter if we got another centre forward because we aren't creating chances for centre forwards like like Sunderland Sunderland now, you know something didn't play better last season and uh, because suddenly a group of professional footballers can only function without a striker. I'm just not having it. It's, it's, I'm, I think I'm, I made that extra difference last season. And that was a difference between where we are now. And it's kind of a masked, the center forward issue and on the not creating chances thing. I mean, their a striker who's got the first goal. I can't remember his name. Nesbitt, maybe Nesbitt. Yeah. Um, yeah, 0-9 was poor. He's, he's he's been like a moth to a light bulb, hasn't he? But Nisbet's anticipated where that ball's going to fall, and he scored. And then Bradshaw, who started on the bench for them, who would walk into our team, right place, right time for that disallowed goal. Me and Matt spoke about this last week. It's it's centre forwards anticipate where the ball's going to go every single match. Roberts and Clark pull the ball across the box. Now, statistically, that's not classed as a chance. So people who just hide behind stats as well, that's not classed as a chance. It's a chance if a forward knows where that ball's going to go. I mean, look at the one Ballard missed. Yeah. It's because he got himself into a good position. That's rolled back. It's. Oh, I'm just so sick of hearing people say it. and We've created you know,
2: we create had falls of chances. Mm. We've had God knows how many, probably 70 shots and Away games, in recent times, and probably scored like two, twice, three times, and penalties. It, it's, yeah. I mean, I don't. It's just, uh, it's a, it's you know, I mean, we did say last year any sort of forward, <laughs> and then now we're saying <laughs> not actually none, the of, the, one none of the one than the four, we've got. The, the, the better one than the four we have.
1: So, but maybe but we, I we, think we but Burstow made a there, bit of an but... impression initially, though. And like, I don't mean Matt look like an idiot for for, for and well, him, he... him and him and him and Barr to start the weekend and both had shockers. Um, mm. But initially, when he came to the team, he did make a difference because he, he was did, moving yes. the defenders around and stuff. And you could see it now. There is an argument to say his confidence could be shot, which I'm not having with other players, by the way. Um, you know, not to go over old ground. Um, Burstow, I could see it because he's. He was just suddenly dropped and it's like, right, we're going to try all of these people before you. And again, I, I get it because what's the point in developing somebody else's player? We've said this before as well. There is yeah. zero point unless you think, yes, he looks close, actually. Giving him game time and game time and game time just to see we might get a decent player by then the season not going to benefit us in any shape or form. So it's just, again, an, another thing that I'd I take frustration. You said
3: it. You said it on on the pod, didn't you, Stephen? You said about how Roberts, it was no secret that was it it was Roberts like run of form, Roberts looking better happened when Burstow was on the pitch. Like it and and you're talking about stats there, and I think Roberts is one of the biggest kind of victims of the kind of stats being thrown at him because yes, his stats don't look great for this season, but that's because and watching him at Millwall on Saturday was, was a bit heartbreaking because the number of times he put that ball dead on the penalty spot and there was just nothing there. there. There was just nobody there to kind of even try and get like a shot on target. It was, it and, and you're right, none of those will go down as him having any sort of assist or him having any sort of impact on play, I guess. But it was, it it, it is kind of, at the point where we can't keep saying that we, we can play without a striker because even last season, <laughs> we went into the playoffs, it was purely on goal difference in the end, wasn't it? Like, we, we went into the playoffs on goal difference and you look at kind of those players that we lost, Ross Stewart, Ellisons, Ahmad, you look at them, between them you've got at least, was it like 25 goals? It must, like, it it can't be far off that really. And you think, how how can we, we... We can't sit here and say that we're all right playing without a striker when goal difference made the difference for us last season and those players contributed so many goals to our to our campaign. We need that striker. We need that person who's going to sit up there and take those chances and be able to get themselves in the right position. And it does come into it have the experience to be able to put their body where they need to, have the experience to be able to read the match. And that's where, I mean, it's definitely where Hamir's missing on it. I think Mayenda looks like he's got a spark, but I think he's at least kind of a season away from being being kind of really a contender. I think that it's just, I feel like I'm like rehashing stuff like that we've said so many times before and I don't want this to become another... Kind of, we need a striker pod, but it's just frustrating when, yeah, yeah. And it's frustrating when us as relative novices, like, sit here and say, this is obviously what's missing, have been saying it for what feels like almost two years now. And it's just not, not materializing and it's not, it's not here. Like, I don't and know what else there is to say
2: on it anymore. I mean, logically, to me, the thing that I would be thinking about in January, which is a bit of but ba- like a bit of balance within the, the system, I'd be thinking we loan him here out somewhere. Yeah. Um, Russian would be the number one striker based on the fact we've paid a fee. He looks, and some might disagree, but I think he's. If you think about all the strikers have played, at least he gets in areas to score. Um, he's had quite a few opportunities um, and he's looked the closest um, to being there. Meander would be a backup of the the, the youth players. I uh, like you say, Stephen, I don't really see the benefit in... Send him back having... and get somebody else on loan. If, if that's well, I'd be looking, if we're talking about doing something like that, I'd go replace him with an experienced... Head and have not three. Loud, it's not loud. Have 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 the three. So you've got an experienced one, you've got one in the middle, and you've got one coming through. You've got, you know, so, and in training as well, you know, someone like Russell Mayenda, whoever, you know, being around a striker who's done it in the championship, um, you know, it's going to be beneficial to them on a daily basis That's as well. We've said, we've said it um, over and over. So if you've got a group like that, where you've got one in the middle, one at the one up and coming, one who's done it, there's a nice mix there. Where at the moment we haven't really got much of, we haven't got a mix, and we've got a lot of people learning on the job, and nobody really to. I mean, obviously Proctor's on the coaching staff, and I'm sure he'll be, you know, be able to, um, you know, give some insight. But I think you've got, I think, playing with somebody on the training pitch every day. learning from somebody, understanding how, you know, how to score goals in England, um, would be helpful. Um, that's, that's kind of, but will it happen? And I think that's the, kind of the point that Morbury's made, you know, will it happen? No. I mean, the fact that we, the first change we make at the weekend, and I'll come back to your sealed point, which I totally agree with, by the way, but I'm just trying to think about the way maybe Morby's thinking about it. um, Uh, you know, with the first change we make is we take the striker off and bring Pritchard on, so we don't even bring on Mayenda. We've, we've gone to a false nine again and putting Pritchard up front when we're 1-0 down in the game. Um, seal at right back is, to me, just says, I don't trust you to play centre-half. He's ha- He has to play the player, but he's hiding him. Now, I know that functionally it wasn't good going forward, but maybe you think, well, he could be a more risk to us as a centre-half than he is... From a progressive perspective, as a right back, so it's like a it's safety. If that might be the case to me. That that's what it looks like. He doesn't trust him to play in his natural position because he doesn't believe he's capable yet at this level to do that. Um, and this is what he's kind of in in intimating in his comments. It's he's got a group of players who aren't quite ready to do to compete for ninety minutes in in most games. I mean, they do compete in energy and they try. Um, and you, we've always said that you know that you can't fault this team for the effort that they put in in the games, and you know they kept going again at the weekend and got an equaliser through a penalty, which wasn't a penalty but live. I can understand why he gave it because it looked absolutely nailed on. Um, only when you slow it down, you could see it was actually a pretty good tackle. But if you tackle from behind the box, you, you nah, leave yourself yeah. open yeah. there.
1: I'm not convinced it wasn't a penalty. I I'm probably in the minority of one, but it, he's got a touch of the ball. He's he's took his standard leg away for me. It's, yeah, but it was quite a penalty a for touch me,
2: that. I know it's, it's from, it's from behind. It? It's a tart from behind. you are going so... a
1: box in. In yeah, it, to me that's a penalty.
2: Yeah, it's a bit, it, it was a.
3: It's a stupid thing to do, regardless. Yeah. like it's not. It's not necessary at that yeah. point. Like. I mean, like, watch us. When was when was yeah. the last time we can remember like scoring from open play? <laughs> yeah, now, across. like, yeah. it's not it's not dangerous. Like, just let him go through. He's gonna he's gonna put it on the penalty spot. He's gonna put it right in front of goal. And nobody's gonna run on it onto it. But
1: it's...
2: Mm. yes,
1: <laughs> right. Well, my, Tell I'll you my,
2: my feeling my feeling is you, you like the comments from Morby there. It's probably. You know, if you think about managers or few things, managers over the years, when did he get? When did he take the job? August last year,
1: about the end of August, start of September. Yeah, so we're yeah. at
2: probably eighteen months. I mean, <laughs> managers don't tend to last more than eighteen months, two years, do they? Let's be honest. Um, Especially not and, in Sunderland. No, um, and. They wanted to replace him, obviously, in the summer, which they didn't do. They kind of revised that. Um they're not on their own different pages, whereas he's bit his lip before and now he isn't. Um it just kinda of feels you know, it's a bit you know, when when a manager starts saying like, you know, you think about Poihead back in the day making his comments about what the fans like up here, like or like, you know, going four four two and running down getting them down the wings and Quinn and Phillips and all that and as soon as something like that happens, it's like you're on a hide into nothing now. It's the beginning of the end really. Yeah. The only thing that's gonna rescue him is results. Um, with the next two games. I think West Brom probably the form team in the league.
1: I'm not even sure, like I'm not even sure. I um, I've just I think even if he like went on like and won the next three, let's take that game out of it. If he went on and won like the next three league games and then lost one, I think they'd get rid of him. I, I, yeah. I, I think it's like the beginning of the end now. And...
2: <clears throat> Yeah, I think probably is. You
1: which forget is a shame. though.
3: O9 09, 09 has said we're going on an unbeaten run now. Oh, right, He's okay. had a word with the lads. They've sorted oh, it, right, and it? we're going on an unbeaten run. So <laughs> <laughs> it's all going to be okay. You should,
2: if you could help by marking.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: that would right. that would be a start.
1: <laughs> Let's break. We'll do a quick ten minutes on that cup job. <laughs> Welcome back to the Wiseman's Air Podcast, right? And we would obviously preview this game um, when it comes around, if we, in, unless we just decide to ignore it completely. Um, but we we spoke at the, at the top of the pod there about our, how we found out about the draw, Sunderland and draw, Newcastle in the FA Cup. Um, I don't even know where to start with it, to be honest.
0: In yes. what yes. I'll say in my in
1: my lifetime, there has never been a bigger imbalance between where the two teams are in terms of ability. Is the first thing to acknowledge, which is quite daunting in itself, because that's on top of the usual anxiety you get around these games when we are like quite evenly matched and both mid-table Premier League teams, or going back further than that when I was a kid, both even and um, both mid-table to your two teams, and that's the first thing you'd be worried about, isn't it? I think it's good that we're at home, isn't it? Because I think sitting watching them spunk on you and spunk Chelsea, and, and as I have been this season, like, ignorance will be bliss, I think, on this. is my concern. What do what people think? No. On, on my concern even more, because... There's
2: yeah, loads of thought. Like, loads of thoughts. I, I was kind of thinking I would rather it was away from home. So just oh, don't no. want. I don't want to see it. Well, like, we're going to lose anyway. Like, I know people. Oh, it's, it's, it's giving up? not Sorry, like, but the the chances <laughs> of us winning this game are slim to zero, um, and it would be against most teams in the top five or six of the Premier League. Um, the fact of the matter is, there's going to be. I was thinking about you know the last time. There's going to be some people who'll never have probably been to the been to a derby. Just kind of thinking about this. When was the last one? Five, six years ago. Yeah, it was
1: Cause
3: 2016. Was 16,
1: 2016. Yeah, season we got relegated so seven, 16, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So
2: seven years. So say so you start going when you were ten. So you're eleven, twelve. So you might start going then. You probably didn't see the one in 2016-17 so you're going to be oh, sorry, up not beat the season
1: before that because they weren't in the Premier League
3: that
2: yeah. season got relegated yeah. Oh, yeah so yeah so it's going to be it's, it's been a while 7-8 years so you're probably going to have a generation of people there who have never seen us play Newcastle before um, which would be interesting uh, I mean they haven't beaten us in, we haven't beaten us since 2011 <laughs> um, the 1-0 where we lost the opening game of the season yeah under um, under Steve Bruce Um, that's the last time we lost which is mad really isn't it when you think about it Um, but the the likelihood is we're gonna lose and it's you know the worst the worst possible because of that disparity and because of the crest of the wave that they're riding and because of our situation it could really be a, a not a wake up call but like it's all very well saying oh it's great this we're developing all these young players, and we're yeah. like scouting this and them, and then you come and get humped by the people who could be you know are a state, some state-owned, you mm. know, you who could basically open the door potentially in the next five years winning trophies. Um, and we're standing, you know, a division below, saying, "Well, at least we managed to get fifteen million for somebody who was signed for one million pounds." Well done, us. The worst. The worst. I, and I was going to say the worst
3: situation is, isn't it? That they beat us and then they go on to win the F- That's that's that to win the cup. <laughs> that we're the beginning of their like of their yeah. FA. That's that's the absolute worst thing that can happen. And I think that when you when you start to accept that, <laughs> that 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 could, I think everything else seems seems not as bad. And I don't get me wrong. I literally I, I think my hands only stopped shaking from it about two hours ago. I, I think I'm still very much like. I still every single time I think about it or every single time I kind of it even crosses my mind. I'm very much still shaking. I still feel sick. It, it's still absolutely awful. The last thing I said before I went to sleep last night was, oh, my God, we've drawn the mags in the cup. Like it is it, 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 it is terrible. But there's a lot of there's a lot of things that, that could happen. It's the FA Cup. It's the magic of the FA Cup, and I'm only doing this because I want they to be. Lost,
1: they lost in Sheffield United last season in the cup, to and they lost at yeah, Cambridge.
3: They have a they have a third round curse, and obviously we're very good at breaking people's curses. So <laughs> <laughs> that's um Yeah, that's right. But it's, uh, uh, we and we will we will get up for it in time.
1: People are gonna people are gonna be thinking like, oh god, I, you know, and we will we will get up front, Of course, we will as a derby match. Oh but yeah, like this this will be. This will what I say, and again, you know, we we could do something. You never know, but like, it it a defeat would be weird because it's never we've never lost to a side, and but Newcastle's a side so much better than us before. That's the yeah. thing, like where now it's just we're they don't even play the same sport as us. I feel like at times, <laughs> um, that is how far the two sides are apart, and that's never ever been a factor. You're always so good at it because you think. Even if one is slightly better than the other, there's somewhere to being evenly matched. Like
2: it's it's been, fair play
1: them as well, you know. the, close, the done closest it, to that is when when Keegan took them up from what is now the championship, and we were we were struggling against relegation in the same division. That's been that's been the furthest away in my lifetime, and we were still in the same league.
2: They've done it by being sustainable as well. To be fair to them, so. <laughs>
1: Well, well, it. done, well
2: done. it's well only They've so only it, it, spent, it, it, I think, they only spent was it 130 million quid on the on the, centre, on the strikers. That played the it, weekend. It, it will
1: be, so. be weird because, like I say, we've never lost a game like that. Where you just think, well, we had no chance of winning. It's never been a thing. All evenly matched. You do, so you're so gutted when you when you lose these games because you think, oh, why didn't we win? Why couldn't have we won? You know, we should have. Won. And we're just not going to get. You're just not going to get that with this. I mean, yeah, again, I think, stylistically I think... as well. I'm sorry, but. Like I said, ignorance will be bliss, and I wish I just didn't sit and watch them every week because the way they play, it's just it's the last sort of team you want to play against. Who will, who would be good at that in our league? Never mind, pro- possibly the best team in the country at the minute who play like that because they're just the happier times just to let the team have the ball in the middle and then the hunt, the hunt in packs and turn over possession really quickly and get on the and get on the counter attack really really quickly and catch teams out. And it's just Which is what we don't need. Oh yeah. It's just, stylistically it's a freaking I'm so oh right. Come on.
3: You I do you mean, feel I, I, we can I come do back feel, and do all this in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I do feel partly responsible for this, and there are people who can back me up on this because I did tell them when this happened. Like last Monday I had a I had a dream. <laughs> I genuinely had a dream where I was in that you know that scene from Green Street where they're all like sat around their radios waiting to hear who they've drawn in the cup. <laughs> I had a dream that I was in that scene and we got the mags in the cup and I like I told people about this at the time and there've been people who've come up to me today and been like what on earth where like <laughs> where did this come from? But I did so I would like to apologize that I have accidentally manifested this. But do, do you know what like it's because obviously we put that question out on our Instagram didn't we how are people feeling and people are very kind of we're very 50 50 on it there's a lot of people who have said absolutely horrific worst draw possible kind of but then like you've got like Matthew Laidlaw has gone it will be very very funny when we knock them out and to be fair there's one as well Jason Nun, I think it is has gone with we have nothing to lose on paper. They should win, so go out there and give them hell. And that's kind of the that's that's the attitude we have to take, really, isn't it? There's um we will talk about it more at the time, but it's um just gotta go for it. Anything can happen. It's the magic
0: of the uh, FA look, Cup. We're
1: gonna, we're gonna be Man have- City a couple of years ago. Newcastle lost to Sheffield. Like it, it, it can. And near the time we are, you know, whatever we we'll just sound like we're defeated from the start. But we're just being realistic.
2: Realistic with it. We're uh, gonna have a month of this. We're gonna have a month of this. You it's, know, it's more than a about, month away.
3: It's only the fourth yeah, today.
2: It's gonna be stuff about tickets and segregation and kick-off times, and it's gonna just be. It's, it's gonna basically just punctuate the next month and Christmas. Um, it's not gonna go away, it's just gonna be there. Um, there'll be talk about banners, talk about this, that and the other, won't they? You know there's gonna be, so you know, I mean
1: And it's gonna be on telly for the world, I see.
2: Oh yeah. I mean I think you know, I think they've just gotta they'll, they'll have to just go and you know, like that was said before, they'll always, you know, have a go. Um yep. so and that's what they'll do. Um, yeah, I know. I'll hope, go, but I'm gonna have
1: to change the way the player, which we'll get on near the time. I just, yeah,
2: yeah. I just think you know, it's you know, I've never seen like it's Newcastle. I've never seen like a team one probably like that since probably Russia at the uh, at the World Cup when they got the semi final. Um And we all yeah. know how they manage to do that, don't we? <laughs> well, maybe maybe someone it. should do an investigative piece yeah, on it instead of do. following following the team around the country yeah. and like clapping like circus seals and you know booping and hollering about how great give everything the is. All, maybe have a
1: cuddles at the end of the match, yeah, right? Um okay. what
2: I've got? What what would you do about the tic- the tickets because the, the the start? Give them as, on give already, them as few. Not...
1: Give them as few as you're allowed to.
2: I'd give them absolutely nothing. Yes. Not anymore. Like, 97 well, no, situation. I mean, like, it was, things are different a few well, years ago. I think
3: give them 96 tickets. I was like, no, that
1: no, the 96-97 <laughs> scenario where, where fans were banned
2: yeah.
1: from this fixture. I mean, completely, we did the whole... Completely banned.
2: We did the whole campaign a few years ago around trying to get people to the derby and everything like that. I think that's changed now for me, to be honest. I don't really recognise them as a, a football team anymore, you know, so... You know all the all everything that the all the all the principles and everything that the that was supposed to be held at the time have just disappeared anyway. So and you can't bleat on about human rights really and your desire to go to a football match given their background, can you really? So yeah, you're not There's gonna get thrown... Yeah. Envelope.
1: Well, I'm not least... sure
3: what your opinion is like opinion of them is I haven't, well, I haven't yeah. really got which side you, you,
1: to come you, you down on you say that but for balance um, they don't give people zero hour contracts in sports shops um, no, right. they um, no they don't they just um, throw people <laughs> off buildings but so, yeah. so, um, so uh, yeah we've got more of that to worry about I'm going to have to go because my cat's just brought in um, a dead animal of some sort it's not a magpie <laughs> unfortunately um, so I need to go and retrieve that situation now Um. We will be back later in the week. Matt will be here to uh, look ahead to the weekend's game against West Brom, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and that's good, isn't it? Okay, as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>